Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Find A Way Podcast with Dusty. Uh, on this episode, I want to chat a little bit about um, the mental health journey, um, the approach to it from the medical community, and uh, I felt like I said commu- community. Um, from the medical community, and it really is kind of based out of recently watching uh, My 600 Pound Life, in which I-, I try to watch this show as much as I can. It's crazy how relatable <laughs> a lot of stuff is. In regards to mental health, um, some of the coping mechanisms, the food addiction, a lot of uh, things that they struggle with. I I just see so much in um, what I've struggled with, what I, you know, that connection with food, which you don't forget that connection with food. It's not like, oh, that's how I used to be. No longer. Like, there's a connection with food that you remember. And so, um, you know, recently with the intermittent fasting, I I could see where in the very beginning of my journey, I wouldn't be successful because I would be mourning and, and I would be, um, I'd be really hurting in regards to, um, I, I can't eat between a certain amount of time and, uh, I'd be really sad, uh, emotional, um, that really the, the heightened food addiction, emotional coping, um, stress eating would just be elevated. And so with my 600 pound life, I, uh, I watch it to really, gauge the approach that people take, the approach that I took. Um, one thing that was really alarming to me is it says that the uh, only, um, it says less than 5% are successful over the span of 10 years. So, I mean, you could see someone do amazing, amazing in the first two years, three years, four years, you could just see something amazing and then eventually gain it back according to statistics and the percentage gain it back, you know, before the 10 year time period. And so I'm five and a half going into six years. So I'm still in that kind of trial period. And that honestly, that motivates me that that kind of sparks something within me that I'm not done. You know, when you get to a certain, uh, like your goal weights and stuff like that, you you feel like you've almost arrived. That feeling comes, it it, it shouldn't, uh, because you've always got to have that mentality of, of, you know, putting in the work. And so I've really worked on saying, you know, I'm, it's just another day in the books. I haven't arrived, but I'm, I'm continuing on this journey and continuing to work. And so really the statistics say that, you know, I've got another four years, uh, to beat the, to be the 4%. And, um, that's quite it's motivating, challenging for me. Like, all right, well, let's keep it going. Um, but one thing that I was noticing and it was, um, an episode from this season, it was the first episode and it was, Dr. Nazardin, I think Dr. Now, we'll call him, yeah, Dr. I think it's Dr. Now. Um, he initially takes on a patient and recommends them, you know, get on a particular diet and, and do something physically diet-wise about the weight. Initially, you don't hear a conversation though about the mentality. You hear why, you hear about who in your household is going to enable you? Um, you know, what kind of foods are you eating? But, you know, the, the first conversation has got to involve some sort of mental health. Okay, what led you to depend on food in a way that has put you in a position? And it could be any number of things. It came on uh, er, It came on later that the wife had actually gained a significant amount of weight that she had had she had had 
the um, gastric uh, a gastric procedure or a weight loss surgery when she was 16 she had lost a considerable amount of weight but she had gained it back and it was oh I'm sorry it was actually him who was scheduled now for a surgery but it got canceled and because the emotions from it getting canceled he ended up spiraling and, and gaining a whole bunch of weight that conversation in my opinion should happen right off the bat you know what was the avenue on putting you in the position and so that's why I, I always speak to the mental health and I, if you look at my profile on social media you will now see and I've put a couple up just as as kind of motivation inspiration I'm moving towards the process of skin surgery but I've again and again tried to uh, avoid the attention grabbing um, the attention grabbing display that I've seen many times on before and after accounts. So a lot of before and after accounts will utilize the skin pictures as a attention grabber um, because a lot of times if you're trying to make yourself a, a, a prominent figure in social media, you've got to have something awe-strucking. You've got to have something that grabs folks' attention. For me, it was uh, interesting. In July of, I think, the second or third year, I had put this chair picture together that I didn't think was going to do much. I just thought it was cool that I had the same chair from 534 pounds to a chair that I had at, you know, 217. I was like, this is this cool. It's the same chair. I'm going to sit in it. And then to think that, you know, that, I think it was that picture that year, it was like two and a half years into my journey, three years into my journey. It was like my six months into me sharing on Instagram. Um, the post got like 30,000 likes. There was an attention grab from the chair picture. And so a lot of social media presences will, and it's not, it's not all, and it's not like this is, uh, I'm not saying this is a bad thing. And, and let me preface by starting with this. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Um, but a lot of accounts will use as an attention grab, but there's the skin and the transformation of skin. The reason I purposely did not want to do that is because I wanted to make sure on my channel, and now every channel is different in what their intentions are, but on my channel, I wanted to first focus on the mental health. If you look at the bio in my Instagram, it says that the key was mental health, that I could talk about how I started, what I've done in between, the foods that I focused on, I can go over a long detail, probably wouldn't fit in the bio, but overall, the key was mental health and me addressing that mental health. And so that has been the focus of my account. A lot of what you hear me talk about, share everything in between. This podcast's intention is about the mental health and working through that so that overall, the approach to living a healthier life and having wellness is going to be better equipped because we're working through the mental health. We're working through the actual key to it all. And so watching My 600 Pound Life, Dr. Now. He's really good at addressing it once there's a flare-up. And so he sees the flare-up when there's no weight loss. Uh, or he sees the flare-up when I've done this and I've done this and I've done this, so it's now time to see therapy. The therapy should start from the beginning. Like, straight up. Like, there, there's no waiting. There's no, the weight loss surgery is going to fix your problem. It's not. The diet, the 1,500 calories. I don't know why he was on 1,500 calories, too. I almost want to do a, um, a pillow talk, like watch the episode live with everyone. I can share my screen and then on commercials, kind of talk through and share thoughts. That'd be cool. But, um, like, 
he was having 1500 calories, which was, you're going to lose weight because you're at a, such a drastic amount of, of calorie restriction, but it, long term, that, that's not going to bode well. That's, that's not going to be good long term. But, you know, the therapy that they start going to, he starts listening. And, and what's interesting, and I'll say this, we find out that he went through a spiral. We find out that he went through a, a really emotional time of actually gaining weight a significant amount because the weight loss surgery that he had scheduled got canceled. And when it got canceled, he ended up getting uh, pretty emotional about it, pretty upset. And because of that emotion, because he was upset, um, he then spiraled and gained a whole bunch of weight. We've got to talk about that initially. We've got to talk about that to start. We can't wait for a flare-up. Like, it's got to be now. You've got to talk about it now. And um, that's where the journey itself... Majority of the time on the magazines, uh, 10 pounds in seven days, uh, majority of the time when you're seeing a personal trainer, when you're seeing, um, you know, the, uh, a weight loss center, it's let's get you on a diet, let's focus on the numbers, let's focus on the calories. And yes, that's important, but, but it's, how did you get to, how did I get to 534 pounds? How did you get to your top weight? It, it's not just the food, because right now I can have pizza and not gain any weight. It's not the body, it's not the food. It's the mental health in relation to what I'm doing with the food, what do I know about the food, how I'm um, navigating and working that food throughout my day-to-day process in regards to Am I eating when I'm bored? Am I eating when I'm stressed? Am I eating when I'm emotional? Am I addicted to food? Can I not give up a particular drink or a particular food because I'm addicted to it or I'm drawn to it? A lot of that stuff has to be the initial conversation. That's why I've talked about journaling on this uh, podcast before. I've talked about um, you know, therapy. I've talked about a support group, accountability. I've talked about all those things because all those are essential as well as getting with a, hey, I need to be at a calorie deficit or I need to focus on the numbers. That's all important. But that there's got to be some time to address the mental stuff. There's got to be time to address what's going on internally. And if that's not addressed, um, you know, broken record, your body can lose 50 pounds. But if your mind doesn't lose the 50 pounds with it, your mind is used to that 50 pounds that you lost or, or used to the old 50 pounds. So it's going to work and it's going to operate and it's going to act and do things. And it's going to get that 50 pounds back. I know because 30 years up back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, worked on the diet, worked on what the magazine said, worked on what a friend did. I'm going to do what my friend did. They lost weight. I'm going to lose weight. Um, worked on 1200 calories, worked on slim fast, worked on fasting. Uh, like I'm talking about just not eating for a long time. Like, wow, look how much I'm losing. I'm just not eating and I'm losing weight. Just going to not eat like again and again and again, seeing the failure from it and it's just not resulting in something good. And so that's just, if you're watching my 600 pound life, uh, and you watch an episode, go into the episode and think about, okay, at what points and when are they talking about the mental health? Are they talking about relationships? Are they talking about the food? Are they talking about the situations at home? Okay. But when are they talking about the mental health? And see where 
for you, like, when does it, when is it something, or when is it, uh, when do you realize, or at what point in the episode are you seeing when they're starting to address the mental health, and see if you notice if there's improvement in their journey once that mental health is starting to be addressed. I think it's very interesting, it's something that I'm going to go into other episodes, it's something that I've watched prior episodes and I've noticed the difference, but I want to go into future episodes that I haven't seen this season, and just kind of see what that approach is and what that's like, but... Um, that's, uh, that's just kind of my thoughts on, on the mental health and, and kind of how maybe the industry uh, approaches it with, um, the physical side, the relational side, but, uh, misses the actual mental health, food addiction, coping mechanisms, stress management, all that stuff. You know, the box breathing technique that I talked about on a recent story, and I, that belt that I wear, it's not a waist trainer. I'm not promoting or talking about a waist trainer. You're not going to lose any weight wearing that thing. It is simply promoting the box breathing technique, which has shown in multiple studies to help improve your breathing, which has in turn helped deal with stress, stress, emotions. A lot of those things can be dealt with with proper breath work. And so I'm not losing any weight wearing that, that belt, but it's helped me lift, but it's also helped me during the box breathing mindful meditation and the practicing of, of the practical breathing so that I could work on the stress or work through the stress that I may be experiencing or that I have been experiencing recently. So um, hoping this encouragement uh, or this podcast, this rewind, I'm hoping this episode on this podcast was an encouragement to you on your journey. Uh, thank you again for listening to this particular episode. Um, I will uh, continue to chat and, and, and see what I can, uh, I've come across. There's a lot to talk about and talk through in regards to mental health. Uh, I want to say a special thank you um, to those of you that are a monthly supporter of the podcast. Definitely keeps uh, me motivated to continue to share and put out as much information as possible. So thank you if you're a monthly supporter. I appreciate you. You can sign up to be a monthly supporter through either 99 cents, 4.99 or 9.99 a month. It simply contributes to this podcast. It contributes to the making of this podcast. So I want to say thank you to the monthly supporters. And if you'd like to support, I would appreciate it. Um, nonetheless, thank you for tuning into this episode. I will talk to you on the next one. Take care.